The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Travel delays, storms, extreme heat. And everyone wants to know how will this impact our holiday weekend? It is June the 29th. This is today. Stranded, growing lines and frustration at the nation's airports with more than 30,000 cancellations and delays this week. We just want to go home. Severe weather and staffing shortages leading to a major backlog. This morning, inside the airlines race to catch up before what is expected to be the busiest travel day in years. Air alert, more than 120 million Americans, a third of the population, now being impacted by a new wave of smoke from those Canadian wildfires. So will it clear up in time for the holiday weekend? Recovered, the first remains and wreckage from that doomed Titan sub brought to shore. We'll have the latest as investigators work to figure out what went wrong. Material girl health scare. Madonna out of the ICU after being rushed to a New York City hospital with a severe infection. Her world tour now on hold. New details on the music icon's battle and the well wishes now pouring in. Those stories plus Simone's surprise. Simone Biles set to return to competition for the first time in nearly two years. The reaction and the question, is the greatest gymnast of all time setting up a run for another Olympics? Today, Thursday, June 29th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cuffey. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, hi there. Good morning. Welcome to today on this Thursday morning. We're going to begin with a kind of good news, bad news situation. Here's the good news. The July 4th holiday break is almost here. Okay. Here's the bad news. If you're taking a flight or you're expecting a loved one to fly by air, it continues to be a nightmare. Oh, gosh. Storms and staffing shortages are still causing massive delays. Sorry to tell everybody that. Some passengers have been stranded at airports for days now. Here's a live look. This is the airport in Boston at this hour. Meantime, the air itself, it is not so great either. Check this out. Somewhere behind that smoke is actually Pittsburgh. Mm. It's one of many cities once again dealing with smoke from those Canadian wildfires. It's actually affecting, by the way, near one in three Americans. Okay, now this feels like a pylon, but we have to mention this is all coming amid a massive heat wave across the South that continues. Many areas set to see record high temperatures again today. So we do have everything you need to know, including the updated forecast from Mr. Roker. But first, NBC's Tom Costello joins us now from a busy Logan International Airport in Boston. Hey, Tom, good morning. I think I've got some relatively good news, though. We see signs of improvement here, guys. I have no delays, no ground stops so far nationwide. Yesterday at this time, we had a lot. We do have a warning from the FAA. Chicago O'Hare, Chicago Midway, and Denver could be affected this morning, later this morning. At the moment, it's looking better after more than 7,000 cancellations since Sunday. However, if you're traveling today or tomorrow, get ready. 
Well into the holiday rush now, and the nation's airports are filled with stranded passengers, many frustrated, aggravated, and sleep-deprived. We just want to go home. The TSA expects to screen more than 2.8 million travelers tomorrow, the most since Thanksgiving 2019. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says while they're adding 1,500 new air traffic controllers this year, It'll take time to balance a staffing shortage that's been an issue for years pre-pandemic. We really need to keep the foot on the accelerator to get more controllers qualified and into the workforce. And then there's the weather. Where storms are hitting is complicating matters even more. Since New York's big three airports serve as hubs and transfer points for all of the major airlines. It might be sunny where you are. But you don't know where that aircraft has been or is going or where the crew might have been coming from or going to. At some airports, this has been the scene. Passengers sleeping on cots, chairs, even the floor. The July 4th holiday limiting options for some. We called uh, hotels 20 miles out. Everything was booked. Meanwhile, frightening moments in the air at Charlotte International Airport yesterday as passengers braced for landing on a Delta flight from Atlanta without its nose gear. We have a nose wheel uh, on safe indication. We're going to have to go ahead and declare an emergency. After realizing the front gear would not deploy, the pilot successfully landed on the back gear, then slowed the plane down. Passengers erupted in applause. The runway shut down as passengers evacuated down the emergency slides. After we exited the plane and we looked back at the plane, we realized the whole front tire didn't even come out. With no injuries, Delta called the incident a rare occurrence and said its crews train extensively to manage scenarios just like this one. Good news there. All right, back at the airports, back to the delays now. United Airlines has been hit especially hard, especially its hub at Newark Airport, because that's where the weather was so bad. Good news is United says things are improving. It offered triple pay to off-duty flight attendants to get them to come in and help with the staffing shortage. That'll do it. They've had a lot of flight attendants answering the call. They expect things to be back to normal certainly improving today and then all the way through the weekend. Guys, back to you. Oh, that is some good news. All right, Tom Costello for us there at Boston Logan. Tom, thank you. Well, those severe storms impacting travel, just one piece of the weather picture. Tens of millions are waking up to new air quality alerts as more smoke from those Canadian wildfires rolls through and yet another day of extreme heat is on tap across the South. NBC's Sam Brock joins us from New Orleans with the latest. Sam, good morning. Yeah, Savannah, good morning. The breadth of that bad air from Canada is truly stunning. More than one out of every three Americans right now breathing in that smoky haze. But the story here in the South, without question, Savannah, is the heat in Texas and Louisiana alone. So far, at least 11 confirmed fatalities. It's a figure that we almost certainly think tragically will be rising. I'm in the French Quarter right now. There is an excessive heat warning here. The streets are empty at the moment here at this early hour. However, that is going to change the Essence Festival on its way to be held here in New Orleans. Thousands of people will be these streets. Right now, it's a split screen of severe weather straddling the country. More than 100 million are breathing in smoky, wildfire-fueled air. Sounds like I can't even get a brush, breath of fresh air. While intense heat is making life miserable in places like Dallas, Houston, and New Orleans. And a sizable chunk of people are expected to face triple-digit temperatures today and tomorrow. Willie Williams Jr. has called the 7th Ward in New Orleans home for decades. This doesn't feel normal to you right now? No, sir, it doesn't. This is an aberration? Uh, it, it's very unusual. Unlike some across the region, Williams Jr. has power. 
but in the middle of the heat wave, no safe drinking water, as New Orleans looks to address a broken water main issue impacting his area in a neighborhood with plenty of older residents trying to cope with the heat. Some people, as I said before, are going to be more affected than others financially, emotionally. The misery making headlines hundreds of miles north in Cleveland, Ohio, too. I can't even see everything like five feet past me. As thick haze plays whack-a-mole between cities, with Chicago also getting its fair share. We want to walk around and just enjoy the city, but we're not really able to. The combination of suffocating smoke and blazing heat managing to touch more than half the U.S. Everyone coast to coast now battling to break through a severe streak of miserable summer weather. And another stat that will take your breath away, the worst air quality in the world overnight, guys. Chicago, Detroit, and Washington, D.C., in that order. Now, there is some good news from New Orleans City officials here say they're going to have drinkable water restored to some 450 people within a matter of hours. Savannah, back to you. All right, Sam, thank you very much. Of course, Mr. Rickers got his eye on all of this. Al, how's it looking? That's right. This, this, this heat is really stretching. It's unprecedented. It's stretching from coast to coast just about. We're from California all the way down into Florida, 71 million people under these heat advisories as heat dome isn't breaking down. So we're going to be looking at triple digits in Tulsa, Memphis, near triple digits in New Orleans, but the humidity makes it feel even worse. Tomorrow, that heat spreads further north and east from St. Louis, triple digits there, Birmingham, Charlotte will be into the low 90s and the heat goes right on into the holiday weekend through Monday with temperatures in the 90s for St. Louis, Richmond, Charleston, Atlanta, and Memphis. And then the air quality. 110 million people at risk for unhealthy air, reduced visibility. Right now, 208, very unhealthy in Chicago, unhealthy in Detroit, very unhealthy Pittsburgh, as far south as Knoxville, unhealthy air. We've got air quality alerts through tonight from Green Bay all the way down to Atlanta, New York, Albany, and Richmond, Virginia. Guys? All right, Al, thank you. Also this morning, there is new fallout tied to the investigations that surround Hunter Biden and his recent plea deal with federal prosecutors, both an IRS whistleblower and the president himself now speaking out. NBC's chief White House correspondent Kristen Walker joins us with more. And Kristen, what did the president have to say about this subject? Savannah, good morning to you. President Biden is delivering some of his most forceful comments yet amid growing questions about his son's business dealings, emphatically denying he was present when Hunter Biden allegedly sent a WhatsApp message to a Chinese business partner in 2017 demanding payment. Take a listen to that exchange. Now, it comes after that IRS whistleblower you mentioned, Savannah, told lawmakers he obtained messages he says were sent by Hunter Biden. The whistleblower is accusing the DOJ of providing preferential treatment, which the department denies. Hunter Biden's attorney says any verifiable words in the midst of horrible addiction are solely his clients and have no connection to anyone in his family. Meanwhile, according to three people familiar with the discussions inside the White House, President Biden has made it clear to aides he doesn't want to hear any suggestions about limiting his son's visibility. In fact, we've actually noticed Hunter Biden's public appearances have increased in recent weeks. But the president's message to his team is described by one source as hands off my family. A White House spokesperson saying, quote, the president and first lady love their son and support him as he continues to rebuild his life. Savannah. Okay, let's talk about the president's health. A revelation yesterday, the White House says he's now using a particular device to be familiar to a lot of folks to help him sleep. What do you know? 
Well, Savannah, White House officials say the president has been using a CPAP machine in recent weeks to help treat sleep apnea. It's a common sleep disorder. It affects about 30 million Americans. It basically interrupts breathing during sleep. The president first disclosed the condition back in 2008. Savannah. All right, Kristen, thank you. Now to a grim discovery related to that fatal implosion near the Titanic site. Presumed human remains, along with debris from the, ti- ti- uh, the Titan submersible, pulled from the depths of the ocean, brought back to shore yesterday. Crews uploaded what appeared to be a large section of the sub's hull. All five passengers on board were killed last week when the vessel seemingly imploded. Officials say the debris is now being analyzed to help determine what exactly went wrong. All right. Lots more to get to. We welcome Craig. Good morning to you. Hey, Savannah Hoda. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. Well wishes pouring in this morning for music icon Madonna as she recovers from a severe infection that led her to spend several days in the ICU. NBC's Ann Thompson's covering the story for us. Has the very latest. Ann, good morning. Good morning, Craig. That infection struck Madonna on Saturday, according to her manager, and sent her to the ICU just two weeks before she was set to embark on a major international tour. Concerts that are now postponed. This morning, a major health scare for Madonna. The music legend rushed to the ICU on Saturday with what her manager called a serious bacterial infection. A source close to the 64-year-old pop icon telling NBC News she is now out of the ICU and recovering. But all commitments, including Madonna's upcoming concert tour, are being put on hold, according to Raps. The mother of six celebrated her 10-year-old twins' elementary school graduation just last week, posting congratulations on Instagram. The best-selling female recording artist of all time with over 300 million records sold, The Material Girl is still creating new music. Earlier this month, releasing a single with singer Sam Smith. I would love to play you a new song. And in her sixth decade, still a provocateur, as seen at this year's Grammy Awards. If they call you shocking, scandalous, troublesome, problematic, provocative, or dangerous. You are definitely onto something. She opened up about her vulnerability here on Today in 2019. I have my days where I feel like a warrior and invincible, and I have my days where I feel like an open wound. On her last tour three years ago, knee and hip injuries forced Madonna to cancel stops and in a 2021 documentary talked about the struggle to recover. I was in more pain than I've ever been in my life. I'm a bionic woman. I had hip replacement surgery. She had been preparing for a giant world tour, which was set to kick off in July. But now that's all on hold as fans hope for a full recovery and another comeback from the ultimate queen of reinvention. Fellow stars are also sharing their well wishes for Madonna. Overnight, we heard from actors like Rita Wilson and Rosanna Arquette. Arquette was Madonna's desperately seeking Susan co-star, both of them sending their love and prayers. No word yet this morning on when her tour will be rescheduled, but the event operator Live Nation said in a statement, it looks forward to the tour picking back up and it wished Madonna a quick recovery. Craig? 
And Thompson Force. And thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, let's bring in NBC News medical contributor, Dr. Natalie Azar. Doctor, good morning. I mean, look, there's a lot we don't know, but when you hear an infection that's so serious, you have to go to the ICU, Mm. what comes to mind? You know, typically admission to the ICU would happen if the doctors are concerned that somebody either um, is perhaps becoming septic or may Mm -hmm. have sepsis, which uh, really is is a potentially life-threatening emergency that can happen when your immune response overreacts to an infection. The most common bacterial infections are, for example, infections in the lung, infections in the urinary tract, skin, GI. Bacterial infections are usually the things that will get people the sickest that they can end up in the ICU. So what is the treatment for if she does have sepsis? What's the treatment there and what's the recovery? Would she be able to get back on tour? Right. So treatment would include broad spectrum antibiotics, IV fluids, um, you know, support of her blood pressure, heart rate, all of those things. Recovery can sometimes take weeks to months, but the fact that she is such a healthy woman mm-hmm. um, and that clearly this was treated and, and you know treatment instituted early, I think she'll have a very, very good outcome. Okay. Dr. Azar, thank, thank you, you very much. All right. Well, let's uh, turn now back to the weather and the rest of the forecast. It's a busy one. Yeah, we got some severe weather today for 26 million people. Damaging hail, wind gusts, couple of tornadoes stretching from near Denver all the way to Louisville, Illinois. We're looking for Chicago. There could be some airport delays there. Tomorrow, 15 million people at risk, especially for Cincinnati, Knoxville, Lexington, St. Louis, all the way out to North Platte. And that's your latest weather, guys. All right, Al, thanks. Uh, Coming up, the biggest name in gymnastics, Simone Biles. She's ready to return to competition for the first time in two years. So here's the question. Could she be setting her sights on Paris 2024. We are going to talk to Mike Tirico about that one. All right. And then we're going to be live on the National Mall with an important lesson on fireworks safety. The demonstrations you need to see before your 4th of July festivities. Make sure you celebrate safely. But first, this is today on NBC. We're blowing stuff up. Uh, the annual <laughs> tradition continues. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
24 hours from now. Carol G will be right here. She's stepping into the world of Barbie for her newest music video. So she is like on trend there. She's going to bring it all, the energy, the excitement to our plaza tomorrow morning. Carol G, this is going to be a huge concert. Oh, yeah. I'm going to predict, predict it may be our biggest. The, the number of following. people who want fan passes, I think it's like 15,000. It's Massive going following. to be huge. Let's have some yes. fun tomorrow. It's going to be fun. All right, that's going to happen tomorrow right now that we have a lot to get to in this half hour, starting with that huge news that has gymnastics fans flipping out. Oh, yeah, we're flipping out. Yeah. When we saw this, Simone Biles, the sport's biggest star, is planning a return to competition later this summer. This is her first event since the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. We are going to talk about it with our guy Mike Tarico in just a moment. But first, NBC's Kaylee Hartung. She's got details for us. Hey, Kaylee, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You love to hear it. Simone Biles is back. After a nearly two-year hiatus, she is returning to the sport she dominated for nearly a decade, perhaps testing the waters for another Olympic run next year in Paris. Simone Biles is poised to mount an Olympic-sized comeback. For the first time in nearly two years, the most decorated gymnast of all time is scheduled to compete again at the U.S. Classic outside Chicago in early August. It's a highly anticipated return after the 4'11 powerhouse stunned the world in 2021, withdrawing from most of her events at the Tokyo Olympic Games after suffering from something known in gymnastics as the twisties, a mental block that causes a disconnect between the brain and body. Biles saying the emotional toll of the Olympics, not a physical injury, prompted her decision to pull back on the sport's biggest stage. Physically, I feel good. I'm in shape. Um, emotionally, that kind of varies on the time and the moment. She used her platform on the global stage to highlight the importance of mental health. I have to focus on my mental well-being, and that's what I did. You sure did. That was brave. Thank you. It was hard working five years for a dream and just having to give it up. It was not easy at all. Shortly after the Tokyo Games, the stress Biles was under became more clear when she testified before Congress about the sexual abuse she and countless other gymnasts suffered from former USA Gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser. Biles telling Hoda about the immense weight she carried. Because I love this sport so much, but it's hard. I'm sorry. And I don't think people understand the magnitude of what I go through. Though she's taken much of the past two years off, she's never given up on the sport she loves headlining the Gold Over America Tour with other high-profile gymnasts. And earlier this year, she married Green Bay Packers safety Jonathan Owens. Now as the 2024 Games in Paris approach, hopes are flying high that Biles can go for gold again. So the U.S. Classic that Biles will compete in is a little more than six weeks away. It is one of the marquee events in USA Gymnastics and a warm-up for the national championships, guys. All right, Kaylee, thank you so much. Joining us now is NBC Olympics primetime host Mike Tirico. Well, this was kind of a little earthquake that yes. hit, the, hit us yesterday. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that she was going to step back into competition? Yeah, good morning, everyone. This is lurking out there because Simone never closed the door and said, I'm done, right? So you never know if an athlete's going to want to come back and give it one more shot. And, and, you know, we've been around a lot of great athletes. Great athletes like to control the end. They like to leave on top. The way Simone left in Tokyo is not 
representative of her incredible career. So that had to be a little bit of what's burning inside to see if she can do it one more time. Well, I mean, if she wanted to, I mean, sorry, we're just, let's go ahead and get yeah. ahead of ourselves, okay? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Call go her ahead. us excited. That yeah. if, if she wanted to make a go for the Paris Olympics, having been out of yeah. this kind of elite training all these years, is it possible with the asterisk that it's Simone Biles and yeah. she is not human <laughs> like the rest of us? Sure, absolutely. Hey, a lot of folks are heading out for Fourth of July holiday. You got to start someplace to get to the destination. So this is the start. Test it. Does it work here? Then you've got the U.S. championships the end of the month. The world championships are in Belgium in September, all part of the lead up to next year. Does she have to do this whole road? No. But she can get started and see, okay, am I over the mental stuff? The twisties an issue. Do I want to go for the next year and try this absolute sellout to be one of the best in the world? Mm -hmm. So this is the first step. This is getting the car out of the driveway, getting on the road, and seeing if you're going to get there. I mean, Mike, you could make the argument that our gymnastics squad is, is probably one of the best uh, of, of all of our Olympic squads. She's 26 years old now. H- how would she stack up against the rest of the gymnasts that are already on the team or projected to be on the team? Yeah, as somebody who's old, it's hard to say 26 is old, right? But in gymnastics, 26 is old. We haven't had somebody 27. She would be the oldest to compete on a U.S. Olympic women's gymnastics team in 72 years. Could she be 27 next year in Paris? And when I was on Savannah's boondoggle to Paris last uh, couple weeks ago, Jordan Childs was there, right? She's ready. We know there are many good gymnasts for the U.S. team. So making the team isn't easy, but because of Simone's unbelievable resume and her accomplishments obviously if she opens the door she's got to think she's got a chance i think you're right i mean savannah said it she's superhuman if she wants to do it she'll do it and i can i can kind of picture it you know what maybe mike maybe simone was watching she saw us in paris she said that looks that looks pretty good fun maybe i ought to get going for paris how about that (laughs) yeah it was the gymnast the eiffel tower you the rose (laughs) the whole deal she said i'm in you know remember one thing she always said she wanted to compete in paris her yeah. coaches are French, so oh. this is part of the long-term dream. The puzzle we'll see what coming together. Oh. Kind of justifying that big expense, uh, right? Oh, like Le boondoglet. Continue to give. All right. Thank you, Mike. We should mention you will be able to watch the U.S. Classic right here on NBC, and it'll be streaming on Peacock, too. All right. Coming up, guys, a valuable lesson on the power of friendship from a woman who's dedicated her career to helping people break out of loneliness. First, though, with July 4th right around the corner, Vicky's going to give us a first-hand lesson in fireworks safety. Thank you. Uh-huh. Hi, good morning, guys. I'm live in the nation's capital with a demonstration you are going to want to see to keep your 4th of July free of any holiday uh, hospital visits, plus the items that you definitely want to have on hand if you plan on celebrating with fireworks. That's all coming up next right here on Today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. 
The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We're back. It is 741 this morning on In-Depth Today. We're getting you ready for the 4th of July. Bang, bang. It's that time of year when the sky is lit up by fireworks. And if you're planning to celebrate with fireworks, there are some things you ought to know. Yes, yes. NBC's Vicki Wynn joins us now from the National Mall. She's down in D.C. for some some eye-opening demonstrations out here, Vic. Hey, good morning, guys. It is great to see you. Beautiful day here in Washington, D.C. And let me tell you, fireworks right around the corner, 4th of July. Everybody wants to celebrate. But new government numbers out today from the Consumer Product Safety Commission show that fireworks sent more than 10,000 people to the ER last year. You don't want to be one of them. So we're going to tell you how to play with things like this safely. With me now is the chair of the CPSC, Alex Hohensark. Alex, thank you so much for being here. So folks are going to celebrate. What should they know? when it comes to sparklers, which is one of the most common fireworks we see. It's common, but it's actually really dangerous. They burn about 2,000 degrees, mm-hmm. and it's actually the number one cause of injuries for kids under five related to fireworks. So be extremely careful with them. Don't give them to kids. And when you're done with them, put it in a bucket of water. And they burn as hot as a blowtorch, you say. Okay, oh. so we've got our bucket of water here. This is where all spent fireworks should go, right? All spent fireworks should go in there. Okay, very good. So very common firework that a lot of people light off, even though it's illegal, is the M80. You have one to show me. Yep, so M80, it's small, but it's actually very dangerous. And as you said, illegal. And we have a demonstration as to what happens when you have an M80 in your hand and light it. And we have hundreds of injuries each year like this. Okay, let's take a look. Oh, goodness. That could do some serious damage. That will take fingers off your hand. And every year we do hear about that. And I want to stress your numbers that just came out this morning actually showed that fireworks uh, resulted in 11 deaths last year. So we are not talking about just injuries, but these are potentially deadly. Absolutely. See it every year. What about the M1000? So an M1000 is about uh, this size. It's equivalent of a quarter stick of dynamite. Again, illegal, but we still see them out there. I want to do a quick demonstration about what happened. We have attached to a watermelon there on a quick fuse. It's going to go down less than a second. In less than a second. All right. And this watermelon represents basically a human body part. Yes. All right. Someone's going to set that off for us. And this is... Not only is the sound insane, but those pieces flew everywhere. Yes, and that's what we see. I mean, unfortunately, people go out there, use these things, which are illegal, and then get hurt every year. And that's the thing. Even though they are illegal, they are widely available, and people should not take them lightly. These are not meant to be used at home. No. I mean, we'd say for illegal fireworks, you know, stay away from them. Don't make them. Don't buy them. The reality is people are going to buy some fireworks and in some states they are legal. So if you want to have a celebration at home in your street, that's how I grew up. Actually, people would light fireworks. What are the items that you must have on hand and what is your bottom line takeaway message? The bottom line is first, don't let the kids near any of them at all. Second of all, don't use them while you're drunk or under the influence. Then if you are going to have them, set them off one at a time. Get them, get away quickly. Don't put any body parts over them. Have your bucket of water or hose ready to go in case there's a mishap. And, you know, really just be safe about things in the end of the day. Absolutely. And one other item we should have in addition to the yes. bucket of water is a fire extinguisher, right? Fire extinguisher here. We have our teammate, Greg. 
Hey, Greg. So you have an acronym to help people remember how to use a fire extinguisher, because I think most of us have probably never had to use one. There might be one in our kitchen cabinet under the sink. What do we need to remember when it comes to PASS? So the acronym is PASS, and you want to remember to pull the pin, aim at the fire, squeeze the handle, and sweep at the base of the fire. Okay, pull, aim, squeeze, spread. Sweep. Oh, sweep. I always say spread. Okay, will you put it on the ground for me, and Absolutely. I'll try it out myself? Okay, so we got pull, aim, squeeze, and sweep, sweep at, the fire. at the fire. Okay, very good. So this is something great to kind of go through the motion so you have the muscle memory in case you ever do need to use an actual fire extinguisher. Exactly. And this is the same pass applies to not only a big canister like this, but also one of these guys, which is more, I think, commonly used in a home environment. Correct, yes. This is an ABC fire extinguisher. Um, it's used for all types of fire, um, but this, the acronym is the same way. You just Pull the pin, aim, squeeze, and sweep at the base of the fire. Okay, fantastic. And just one final note. Obviously, we've got kids. We have pets that are celebrating this 4th of July. Uh, earmuffs can be a great idea if you're going to a professional show and you have little ones with you to help protect their ears. And don't forget about keeping an updated tag on your pets and keeping them inside because every year these animal shelters get filled up with animals that run away because of all the noise and the lights from fireworks. Mm -hmm. Alex Hohensarek from the CPSC, thank you so much for your time. Firefighter Greg, we really appreciate you too. And I will send it back to y'all in the studio. Vic, that was thank great. You, Vicky. That was very helpful. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just want to go to Vicky's house for 4th of July. Yeah. I know it's safe. Yeah. I don't have to think about anything. <laughs> you raise a good point, though. If you can actually get to one of those professional fireworks shows, yeah. that's the easiest and yeah. safest way yeah, to do sure. it yeah. as well. By the way, speaking of, the best way to enjoy those fireworks, leave it to the pros. We're going to bring you the nation's largest display right here on NBC, as we do every year, the Macy's 4th of July Fireworks Spectacular. The fun starts next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, and, of course, streaming on Peacock as well. Okay, Mr. Roker, what you got? Well, we're talking about all this heat. Now, Texas is a triple-digit heat. San Antonio and Austin, three times the average number of 100-degree days or higher. Look at it. Houston, three days over their average of one, four, twice as many for uh, for uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. And we look at this heat index danger zone. For example, 90 plus that heat extreme caution is neat because you could see heat exhaustion from Fresno all the way to the southeast. But the real problem when you've got a heat index over 103, that's where heat exhaustion is likely. Heat stroke possible from Laredo up into Paducah, St. Louis. Heat exhaustion, look for dizziness, nausea, clammy skin, heat stroke, throbbing headache, confusion, hot, dry skin. What you need to do Heat exhaustion, move to a cool place, sip water, loosen clothing. But if it's that heat stroke, call 911 immediately. Don't give fluids and cool with water or ice. All things we need to know as we go into this dangerous heat into the weekend. And that's your latest weather. Al, thank you very much. Coming up, guys, a special steals and deals on summer essentials, including big savings on a camera to capture all those memories. Oh, very cool. Coming up, that's we are going to have a little debate. Uh, some of the best TV shows of the year. Oh. Present company excluded, by the way. So that's a, there's a new list out. We'll tell you about Popstar. Okay. Plus, a woman who proves it is never too late to follow your dreams. Best-selling author Colleen Hoover opening up to Jenna about her wildly popular books and an unexpected gift that launched that career. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. 
Ashley High Performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.